what was a hard moment for you as a parent? Like, what was the hardest moment for you as a parent that you could recall? Like, what would be the hardest moment? To be completely honest with you, my hardest moment was getting the diagnosis that Caleb had autism. Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm your host, Tony, of the Generational Dad Podcast, where we created a space for fathers to share their stories and their experiences. On today's episode, I have someone very special that I admire and I also look up to as a parent. And he is a, he's someone that I idolize when it comes to parenting because he's the first parent that I met of the same age group for me. And it's a longtime friend for me and also my brother, Chris Walters. Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming. I know it's early for you over there. So thank you for partaking in this and, and sharing your story and stuff like that. So if you can give the audience just a background of yourself. Most definitely. Well, you know, um, my name is Chris. Um, I've been a dad for the past six years now, about to go on seven come May. Um, it's definitely an experience. Um, you know, me, I, I've been born and raised in the Bronx. Me and Tony, we've known each other for about 20 years right now. About, yeah, it's, right? It's, 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 it's going on a long time. Yeah. We, we're, getting, we're, getting, oh, we're getting old. Yeah, brother. So, you know, definitely, um, you know, you know, uh, that's pretty much it. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm born and raised in the Bronx, about to be married come July, the, July of next year. Everything is moving in the right direction. That's all, I, you know, God willing. God willing, God willing. No, 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 you're, you're right. And I think it's amazing what you've done, amazing what you, you're doing and everything you're doing during COVID. Like you guys are planning a marriage and, and planning a whole event during COVID. So I think that's that that's that's a big feat. And I think that's amazing while still being a parent, while you guys are both being a parent and both doing your thing. So uh, I think it's amazing. That's why the show was created because I know that there's not a lot of content for fatherhoods, you know what I'm saying? To know where to check in from, where to listen to other fathers, the way to learn stuff. Cause there's certain things that you 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 go through that no one, not the average person does. And, and that's why I'm, I'm glad that you're my first guest because I want, I want everyone, I want you guys out there to understand Chris's story and understand, you know, it's not the average story. So, definitely not, definitely. so if if you can speak on your parenting, you know, your 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 situation so they understand. Um, so first things first, um, you know, Caleb is not like any ordinary kid. Mm -hmm. uh, he is diagnosed with autism. Um, so, you know, some days can be more difficult than others, but I believe, um, yeah, but you know what I mean? But he's a joyful kid. He, he smiles, he laughs. The funny thing is you wouldn't know he had autism to be really honest with you. This kid runs around like every other kid. Um, but you know, some days can be more difficult than others. But other than that, but like I love the kid. The kid, my my son is, my son is my heart. At the end of the day, when it comes down, you know, a lot of parents say, "Oh, that's my heart out of my chest." Yeah, that's exactly what it is for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, and and that's what I'm saying. Like your story is so amazing, is because, you know, you're you're a young father. Absolutely. You know, you're a young father. You know. Caleb and, and is diagnosed with autism and it's it's not like there's a, a there's a book that, that tells you what to do like there's not even a book for parenting itself so throw in that dynamic you know what I'm saying and yeah. Caleb is amazing I've been around Caleb most of his life Caleb's amazing you're, you're he's an amazing and that's a testament 
to what you guys do because you guys do an amazing job. And I think you guys do a phenomenal job, you know what I'm saying, to get Kayla where he's at. And and you guys show so much uh, care. I think care is the, the, the big word when it comes to what you guys, what I see from you guys is care. You know, the trick is with, with it is you guys just have to treat him. You know, with kids with autism, you know, some people are higher on the spectrum, low on the spectrum. Some people don't even like using that term. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Caleb was a little bit higher. But what we did is, you know, we zoned in on him. We're focused. Like, you know, we made schoolwork fun. And now this kid will tell you numbers. He'll tell you alphabets. He'll, he'll, he'll let you know pretty much. My, my son started reading at a very young age, believe it or not. He was, what, I want to say about four, maybe five. Not even five. About four or three. He was started reading and the kid is smart. Um, he's actually smarter than most kids in his class. The only thing is with, with Caleb is he has to be in repetition. Mm-hmm. And that way with kids with autism, it has to be repetition. And that's the amazing part. So when you speak about the spectrum, what do, what do you mean? If you could break it down for people to, to understand. Uh, all right. So, you know, some, all right. So the thing is with autism, it's pretty much, uh, like a socializing disease, mm-hmm. not even a disease, but uh, um, a diagnosis. So, like, these are kids who can't really socialize with other kids on a certain level. Okay. Uh, Caleb is high on the spectrum, so he he can use words. He can say hi. He can say bye. You know, he's starting to he's starting to feel more comfortable. And there's other kids who can't even really talk. Um, when it comes down to the spectrum, you know, some people, like I said, some people are lower, some people are higher, mm-hmm. but, but like the spec, the way a spectrum works is that I'm trying to be the best way to explain it is that, you know, some people can socialize with other kids mm-hmm. and others can't really socialize with other kids just because of their speech. So, so it comes with us. So you are, you saying, correct me if I'm wrong, there's a kind of a social awkwardness to it in, in, in a way. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So like they don't like for us, you know, we we can tell we can pick up on the cues like from the cues. Like if somebody's being sarcastic, if somebody's if somebody's um, being dismissive. okay, they can't really tell that. Like, okay, they they, they just know you got to be straightforward with them. It is what it is. So so they so you're saying that he takes it. He takes it as 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 is like if you're reading it as a text. With, uh, without emotion it's just kind of exactly okay exactly. so you got to look at it like that like you got to explain to them like you know i mean like he'll he'll joke around with you don't get me wrong my son is on all day with or tiktoks and all of that but you know it's just learning the aspect of human emotion okay that's what it is so when did you realize that she was a parent like when did it really sink in like hey i'm a father uh i had for me it was two moments um for one for one the first moment was pretty much when she told me she was pregnant mm-hmm. uh, there was just a switch within me okay because uh, you know i was i was doing two jobs i had one part-time job i was a power at another job um what and then you know something switched i was like listen my son's about to be here. I need to do what's best for my me and my, my family. I gotta, I gotta make some, I gotta make some type of change. So what I do is, believe it or not, I quit my para job, my TA, my my um my teacher's assistant job, and I went to my part time, full time. The reason mm-hmm. why I did that 
is because there was more growth opportunity for my part-time job. So that's smart. You you leveraged the 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 growth of it. Exactly. Like, don't get me wrong, it was a pay cut at first, but it paid out in the end. I'm I'm with that part-time job. I'm with it now. And so, like my second part, um uh when I realized that I was when I was realized I was a real parent was when <laughs> um I had to take Caleb to the doctor. Megan was at work. Mm-hmm. So um so just you know realizing the doctors asking me all these questions like um what does he do like where does he go about and i'm thinking to my mom's like jesus i'm thinking in my head like this is the same thing my mom mom, these are the same question my mom used to get about me growing up Mm -hmm. so this makes me realize like yeah you you, you're in a parenthood you know you gotta you gotta make sure that this kid defend make sure that you you protect this kid make sure that he's always good Make sure that his dietary plan is up to date and all. So I'm. It, it I'm, gets surreal. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I, those are the type of things that made me realize, like, yo, you're really a parent. It's time for you to to knuckle up and buckle up. But you know, even when I, even now that he's going to school, teachers, you know, hey, you know, Caleb had an accident today, or Caleb scraped his knee. Parents are calling me. That's something that, you know, when is a teacher, you know, well now you know the experience yeah. before. You're like, oh, I never had a teacher actually calling me, telling me about my child. Yeah, that's that's a new experience. Just an extra person with your phone number. Right? Like, like oh. It's an extra yeah. person that can get in contact with you. Exactly. And, you know, you'd be surprised. Your, um, your, you know, your mom is like, oh, yeah, I used to get those calls all the time. Like, it's your turn now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, oh, wow. Like, it's surreal at sometimes, but now I'm getting used to it. Now I understand it, you know. I got to make sure that he's good all the time. And, and that's the, that's an amazing part. And, and I'm glad like, you know, those, I feel like those realization moments come in, in ways like, you know, cause it's, cause it becomes a norm. It's a day to day, especially if you're, you know, you're present and you're there, it becomes a day to day. So my second question for you would be when was like, what was a hard moment for you as a parent? Like what was the hardest moment for you as a parent that you could recall? Like what would be the hardest moment? To be completely honest with you, my hardest moment was getting the diagnosis that Caleb had autism. Mm. Um, because at, at when I was I wasn't knowledgeable about it at all. Mm. So the first thing I thought about was my cousin, you know, Taj. Yeah. Um, so um I'm like, oh that he won't be verbal. Um, it's gonna be so much to do. I I mean I had at the at the at that time, I was like, I have so much plans for him for the future, you know, playing basketball, him doing this. And I'm thinking, like, because he has this diagnosis, I won't be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, then I start looking into it. I'm be I'm gonna be completely honest with you. What made me get past this? That's the reason why I always give the grace of God. It was I had a dream one time, and it was weird because I was. I just got his diagnosis. I didn't know what the hell to think about. And it was weird because I was like in the airport, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So I opened the door. And as soon as I opened the door, I see all these kids doing this amazing thing. And it, they all have autism. Bro, I broke down in tears. So that was just, to me, that was God just saying to me, like, yo, listen, he may have autism, but I ain't going to cr- cripple him. And, I, and I've been like that mm-hmm. ever since. And that's, you know, and that's dope. That is that is dope. Mm-hmm. That like that could just, you know, what I'm saying a, a dream at that timing at that moment is just it turned like a really hard situation. It gave you hope. 
Exactly, exactly. And then, you know, I just started looking into things. I'm just looking at kids with autism. What are they doing? I've seen, I have kids, like, autism can, it can range so many different ways. Like, mm-hmm. kids, like, infatuated with letters are, like, spelling bee champions, and they have autism. Mm. You have kids that, kids that are, in, in fact, like, there's a kid that's infatuated with basketball. One of the almost one he he went he was in college, and they was about to they you know he was he's on his way to he was like almost almost on his way to the NBA but you know with the NBA it's a different story but that just shows you like there's no limitation no there's no limitation to it it's just how they learn they just learn differently that's it and how much care and effort you put into because I know that's a lot of that's a lot of care and effort that's a lot of like time a lot of you know a lot of long nights and and early mornings. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like when it comes down to it, it's just hard work at the end of the day. Um, and just when it comes down to, to Caleb, it's just consistency. Like you have to pretty much do almost the same thing over and over again, just so he can, so he gets it. And when you break routine, it's just like World War Three with him. But mm. you know, things happen. We know we learn to adjust from there, but everything starts moving in the right direction. Sounds like a lot of adapting and scheduling, just a, a lot of. <laughs> Absolutely. I would think to believe that it would be easier because you guys have a schedule now. So it's kind of just kind of sticking to the schedule and continuing the flow of things. Am I correct? Yeah. Yes. Yes. This is true. Like, you know, you have those schedule, everything set up, but everything's not going to Oh, everything. Something, you know, we can schedule certain things, but things happen. It could rain that day. A storm could happen. You won't be able to go to school. School, school, like, you know, when it's a day off, he mm-hmm. loves a day off. But going back to school, like, oh, you just broke my routine. I can't, you know, I'm 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 flipping out. I don't know what's doing. Like, I, I should be in school right now. I'm not in school. I'm okay being at home. But once it's time for me to go back, I don't want to go back. Like, it's just like like any other kid, like. Boom. I, oh, I don't want to go back. I don't want to go to school. I'm good. I don't want to go to school. But just like any other kid, it's just, but sometimes he breaks it and he, it, it, it's going to be difficult. Mm. It's taking me like 30 minutes just to get him out of the house so he could just have his tantrum and just understand, like, listen. But that I learned in time how to deal with that. So it, it 30 minutes became now down to five to 10. That's a good thing. <laughs> right? It's a good thing. So my third question for you was when was a time that you felt like you had an uncomfortable moment as a parent? Like when it was like really felt uncomfortable? Um, so my most uncomfortable moment as a father was probably early, earlier in my fatherhood mm-hmm. was um, disciplining Caleb. <laughs> um, the reason why, because, you know, in my mindset, I feel like, you know, a child shouldn't disrespect their parents at the end of the day, but because um, that's that's how a lot of that's how a lot of people grew up. I mean, you say like with the times, yeah, you know, like, you know what the times is, but you know, I I I finally understood the concept when they said, you know, this will hurt me more than it hurts you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because at the end of the day, that's your heart walking outside your chest. So like when I when I first disciplined him, I couldn't. I don't know. For me, it just felt like. Damn, that hurt. <laughs> like it hurt me more than it hurt him. Like it's, it's, it's like, like a disappointing feeling inside. Exactly. It, it but you know, it it made me feel real uncomfortable at first. But you know, 
I realized that, you know, you have to have some type of form of discipline when it comes down to him. So, you know, I use alternate ways sometimes mm. just to, you know, help me out. But it was really uncomfortable at first. I felt it kind of weird. I felt it kind of weird because, you know, you know me, I, I had so many nieces and nephews growing up. So I knew how to knew how to discipline them. But when it came down to my own, it was kind of difficult, which was weird to me. You know yeah, I know. I, I I could see how it got weird. Yeah, it was kind of weird at first, but not. But now I I know how to do it. So you know, it's all a learning experience. At first, at first it was difficult, but now it's not. It's not so difficult. We all have those difficult moments. I mean, I I, I have so many that. Yeah. I mean, I think like one, especially like since I have a, a girl, having a daughter is actually like really really hard, especially as a father. Like one, I'll give you an example: going to the bathroom. You know. Sense. Taking, taking, taking my mind to the bathroom is, is a difficult thing because like as a male, I would, if I had a boy, I would take him to the boy's bathroom, but I can't go into a female's bathroom. So it's easy. Sometimes I look for the handicapped bathroom and or, or the family bathroom or the family bathroom, but sometimes there's no family bathroom. So that's, you know, it's a comfortable moment. I have to make sure she closes her eyes when we go into the, you know, the men's bathroom and we go into a stall. So it kind of, that was kind of a thing that I, I wanted to champion. Like, Hey, I think there should be more, you know, family bathrooms at a lot of places but i understand also a lot of places can't accommodate that space stuff like that but sometimes i gotta pre-plan where i'm going before i go to know there's a bathroom or not so that's like uh, uh that was the first uncomfortable thing i had to ever experience as a father yeah and to be completely honest with you you know what's so crazy i'm glad you said that because when it comes down to um being uncomfortable and planning ahead that's with everything, especially mm-hmm. as a parent nowadays. You got to plan ahead for every little thing, man. And and and, and things could go things could go wrong. You you have exactly. to things could switch and they'd be like, oh, exactly. Now what do I do? But I guess I think as a parent, you learn to adapt and overcome and be flexible. Because if not, then 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 it's 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 more hard on you than the child because you're trying to 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 tend to their needs. Exactly. And, and if you, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we're, we're, that, we're our worst critics. I, I believe so. I think we're, we're our worst critics. So that, 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 that does take a toll sometimes. So the next question I have for you is like, when is another time you felt that was a teaching moment for you? Like a, like a teaching moment between you and Caleb? Um, so every day is a teaching moment with Caleb. Let's <laughs> say like that with that every day. Um, I guess that was a loaded question. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? Every day is teaching moment with Caleb. Um, the reason why I say that is because, you know, as children, they look for answers at the mm. end of the day. They, lo- they look for answers for everything that we do. Um, we have to learn how to treat them like young adults. Um, my, my, you know what's a teaching moment I can best say is, I'm okay, you may call me old, whatever you want to do, that, but I didn't know how to work TikTok. I, I think I still don't know how to work TikTok. I think I'm the only, <laughs> I you're not the only one. I did not, but Caleb is when it comes down to tech, that kid is smart, man. Like TikTok champion. He literally, he literally told me how to use TikTok. I'm not even holding you. Like that was a teacher moment for me, because he taught me how to be how to use TikTok. Right now, the biggest thing is definitely trying to teach him how to use the bathroom. Mm. Um all right, so Caleb with autism, he 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 knows how to use the bathroom. He definitely mm-hmm. knows how to use the bathroom. Um, 
it's just doctors are telling us you have to make sure that he's comfortable doing it because okay. unfortunately you know what i mean when it comes down with kids with autism they'll do it it's just that they have to be comfortable enough to do it caleb is definitely comfortable enough to do it it's just that he'll straight up tell me i want a pamper like i was mm. like no you don't need a pamper you know how to use the toilet well he's like i i need i need a pamper if you don't need me a pamper I'm gonna do it right here, right now. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, I guess I mean he he knows. I mean, at the end of the day, like you know, he knows when he's ready to go, and and yeah. and that's something I guess that's that's a teaching moment for yeah. us too to 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 listen. To listen. That's just the biggest thing. Like honestly and truly, sometimes you just have to listen to your kids because because they may you may seem like you know everything, but they'll show you that you don't know everything. Yeah, I I. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> I hear that. That bro. is the truth. You don't know everything. Trust right me. now, right now, Amaya's calling me old. So when I forget something, I forgot her her floaties when we went to the pool and her thing is like, it's okay, dad, you're old. <laughs> you forget. And that, that's what she said to me. And I was like, wow, like, I, I feel old because she said that. Like, my child is three turning four this year. And she tells me I am old. And I it's okay that I forgot. Well, you know, at least at least she cares. Not to tell you I, that. I, I know, but it's like it's like you're giving me dementia at 31. Like <laughs> that is pretty pain. It's pretty painful, and so I I don't, I don't know. So that, that that's pretty hurtful. But yeah, trust me, I know. Come on, brother. So my next question for you is: When was a moment that? was a partnership moment, like a partnership learning moment with you and Megan? Like when were you guys together as a parent had to struggle with trying to come compromise? Yeah, we, we probably, this is, all right. So I could answer this question and we still kind of struggling with it today. <laughs> um, but the biggest partnership was discipline. When it comes down to that, that's something that we don't really see eye to eye on. Um, that's because, you know, at the end of the day, it's her baby. <laughs> you got to look at it like that. It's just her baby. She feel, you know, you feel like you got to protect them. But me, I'm the type of person, like, you know what I mean? You have to respect your parents. Mm-hmm. You have to respect others because, God forbid, something happens and you go on the street and feel like it's okay to slap somebody, somebody's going to slap you right back. Mm-hmm. That's the way I, you know, that's the way we grew up. That's the way, that's the way, that's the way I feel like the way things are. But it all, it, it's really about, how we were raised at the end of the day because at the end of the day we were raised to believe that you know if somebody hit you you hit them back but to a certain extent mm. um <laughs> like to a certain extent but you know I, but i also feel like respect is, has a lot to go with it and if you right now you know we i mean i pretty much show her like listen do you want him to go out hitting other people hitting his teachers hitting Hitting children in class is gonna, it's gonna, if we don't do something about it now, it's gonna end up being worse. That's the way I saw it. Um, so, you know, we came up with different forms of discipline, um, not necessarily, you know, like a pow pow here, here and there, but we came with different forms of discipline, you know, taking, taking away things that he likes, like his iPad and all those things. So it's work to some degree, but, you know, every now and then, you gotta, it can't do that. So for me, uh, the hardest part of parenting uh, and and it's a struggle is uh, since, you know, B is away in deployment and she's like, you know, not here physically. 
So I am implementing a lot of, you know, just my ways and my teachings and stuff like that, but also giving her the room to parent while she's away. And it's kind of like, it, it butts heads because when she, she's not physically here and she's, you know, hears or sees me like, you know, say something or do something that's not conducive to what she likes, it's kind of hard for her to parent. And, you know, so when she says something, it's kind of like, I brush it off and that's wrong. And I, I understand that, but it's kind of like, cause she's not physically here. It's hard to kind of take all of that in consideration while you, you're still trying to do your thing and, and, you know, parent. And that's something that I have to, you know, learn cause it's a new experience and, and it's all. Different. And I think that's all fathers. I think when you're physically there, it means a lot more than when you parent from afar. It really does. It really, really does because your influences isn't the same. And I feel like your influences don't have that, that, that hard hit of impact. So that's, that's something that working on right now. I agree with you 1000% when it comes down to that. So I wanted to ask you, so if you had an advice to give to another father, especially a father that, you know, has a child that's autistic, what would be your advice? Be patient, have fun and be present. The reason why I say that, you know, kids don't know any better. <laughs> um, that is true, every, they don't. You know, you know what I mean? Every day is a learning experience. Um, for, the, you know, for them, just be patient with them at the end of the day. Like, at the end of the day, they don't know any better. They, they really don't know any better because they, they'll go, they'll jump on them. They, they, they feel like they're doing something right. Um, so just be patient with them. They're not going to get it right on the first time around. Um, and have fun with them. The reason why I want you to just say, like, listen, yeah, you can be that structured father and want to do like, but listen, at the end of the day, if you're, if your kids will remember the days that you're having fun with them, enjoying times, laughing with them. Preach. Uh, I 100% agree. You know what I mean? Laughing with them, understand, um, understanding with them, cracking jokes. Me and Caleb, we do TikTok from time to time. Um, um, another thing that reason why I say be present um, is because there's fathers out there who's just paying child support, you know, um, just giving long distance fathers. That's what I call them. Yeah. Long distance father. That's the best way to explain it. Um, I had one of those, <laughs> um, you know what I mean? But you know, yeah, you can buy them shoes, you can buy them clothes, you can buy them toys, but we get, remember that they're going to grow out of them shoes. Mm -hmm. They're going to grow out of those clothes. That that toy is gonna phase out of their life. There's toys that I played with when I was a kid. I don't even know where they at right now. So like the reason why I say be present is honestly and truly, you that's a gift that keeps on giving at the end of the day. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I, what I've learned is like the the fathers. I want to say the most of the fathers that didn't have fathers around now, which I'm looking at both two the two of us right here. Um, are always is, is there for their kids right now. We're, we're, we're there. We're like the we're gonna be the rock and the hard place. Like at the end of the day, they ain't gonna we we are gonna always be there. Just make sure that you're always there for your kids. Make sure that you're being patient with them and have fun. Like if you have fun with your kids, they're gonna remember that. They're gonna be. They're gonna be. Oh, now nah, I wanna be with dad. He's at, He's more fun than mom. You know what I mean? Those yeah. type of 
but uh, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. And then I just want to also, you know, when I say when I say long distance fathers, because I know there's some situations where people have to be away from their kids, work wise, stuff like that. What I mean is the fathers that just pay and never see their kids. They have no relationships. Their kids only know them by first name basis and nothing else. And 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 they're not proud of what their children are. So that's what I mean by long distance fathers, not the fathers that have to be at work or, you know, yeah. have to, you know, even fathers in the military that has to deploy or, you know, other situations like that. That's not what I mean. I mean, like the fathers that just pay their checks because they have to and never see their kids out of spite. So those are the fathers I'm not down with. And I, I, neither of us is will, you know, yeah. champion none of those guys. So that's what I wanted to clarify. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, th those type of um, there are fathers who literally don't have much of a choice because mm. the person they have, they have they have a relationship with and they, keep in mind we're not talking about those we're talking yeah. about the ones who just don't care like hey yeah. i mean i mean you may think that you're not one of them but just look at yourself in the hard spot and, and understand where you at and just do your best to be around your kids because mm -hmm. at the end of the day the kids just want you there like you literally don't have to be rich you literally just i i i'm a firm believer of care love and attention goes so much like children that are loved the correct way it, they will show you wonders like they will show you appreciation as a father it's it's amazing like my 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 daughter tells me she loves me every morning every moment she gets she'll just stop and be like daddy 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 i'll be like what and she'll be like i love you and i mean and i and i soak that in because it's like my child is loved correctly that's what being present and being there pays off like that's the payoff that's the results absolutely so my last question for you is lessons learned. If you can go back and tell your old self right before the baby is born, what would you tell yourself? Like, what would be your lesson learned to tell your younger self? Um, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. It's going to work out. Um, I think that's natural. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the one thing I'm going to tell you. Uh, you know, be patient. Break out to that routine early. It's pretty much as long as you set that routine, you're not gonna have a problem. Um, also, you know, you know, love the honestly and truly love the woman you with, man. Because the reason why I say that is because they see that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. See that your, your kids see that at the end of the day because they they were like, oh, mommy loves daddy loves mommy, daddy daddy loves mommy, you know what I mean? And they shouldn't have any questions about that. My son knows that, but. You know I me mean? when I when we first born, I was I was keeping my distance. I I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't mm -hmm. know how to handle it at first. I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I gotta make sure that gotta make sure she's all right. I gotta make sure he's all right. I was everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, but just showing that love to you know my fiance and showing that love to to him early on, mm -hmm. he wouldn't have any questions and we would have been on board. And the one thing I would have also said is save your money, bro. I think that's for all of us. I think kids, I think naturally kids burn your pockets. So I don't know how much you can really save, but I mean, you know, you're right. Save as much as you can. But uh, to your, go back to your first point. And, and I want the audience to also know that, you know, just because you are, you don't have to even be in a romantic relationship, but still love the person that you, you know, you partner with to create a beautiful thing. So, because that translate kids like 
we'll still know like, okay, my father loves my mother, my mother loves my father. And we're still a family, whether it's co-parent situation, whether it's, you know, uh, you know, in a strange situation, but the parents still respect each other and show each other love. That goes a long way because it teaches the kid respect. You know what I'm saying? It teaches them different things. So however you do it, I mean, I know there's a lot of situations out there that it, it doesn't work that way. And, and we're being realistic here. It doesn't work that way. Right. But if, if you could, your job after that, if things don't work that way, is have a relationship with your child. Find a way. One way or another, just find a way because they will, they need that. Kids need love. Kids need their fathers. I believe all children need their fathers. All children need both parents. Both parents are needed, but all children will need a father to show them that stern side and also need their mother to show them the soft side. And then it can interchange, but I just want you guys to know that like, it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship to, for your kid to understand that the parents respect and love each other. So absolutely, absolutely, bro. Cause when it came down to it, man, that that's something that we definitely need. I wish I saw, I, w- I wish I definitely saw that growing up. Cause honestly and truly, I didn't know. I didn't know. I was like, Oh, I know who my dad is, but I only see him every couple of months. So, mm-hmm. Honestly and truly, I used to idolize those kids, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to idolize those kids that who have both parents. So, yo, you so lucky, man. You so lucky you got a dad. You know what I mean? I, w- I wish I was you. And they were like, what's wrong with you? Like, they was looking at me like I was crazy. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, he's just my dad. Like, he's all right. I'm like, but you only saying that because he's in your life. Now, if he's not. They don't, life, they don't know that feeling of not having uh, right. both parents. So it's kind of like, it's like if I'm rich, I already know how it is to be rich. I don't know how to be, how to feel poor. Like I, I can't, I can't empathize with something I don't know. So, I mean, sometimes when I was younger, I used to think the same thing, but then as I've grown older, I've started learning that there's some people that just can't empathize what they've never experienced. Experience. Exactly. So it, it's kind of like you, you grow as you, as you get older, especially when you have kids and stuff like that, you start learning that people are not mean or malice they just don't understand or don't know because they've never gone through it so the best teacher is experienced so i mean i don't wish that on anybody you know what i'm saying but the best teacher is experienced so when you experience something you learn you understand why it is the way it is you know you could say it all the time like oh why is this why is that i don't understand it because you never experienced it so it's kind of hard for someone to you know empathize with your situation absolutely Chris, thank you so much, you know, for, for, for dropping in and, and, you know, giving us this knowledge and giving us the inside of your life, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, not everyone speaks about it. Not a lot, like I said, not a lot of fathers have this outlet to speak. So I'm glad that you're my first guest and I hope to see you again because, you know, hopefully this goes off and then you can see 10 years out of line, you know, this is, this is out there on tape. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. But, I but, do want to say one thing before. Go ahead. The floor is yours. Um, you know, we do an autism walk every year. Uh, I know we did, we weren't able to do one last year due to the, the virus, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm wearing the shirt right now, Caleb's Lion Guard. Hold on, let me see. Caleb's Lion Guard. So mm-hmm. um, that's our team. So, if, I mean, if you guys want to support, you know, kids that have autism, join the autism walk in New York City. Um, it's, it's every September. Um, it would, um, they're, I believe they're doing it this year, but it's not as long as it normally is. It's usually two miles. And I'll make sure I drop the link. I'll make sure I drop the link below so everyone can click to it and stuff like that. The link to the autism walk and also if you know whatever link that you you want me to put down there, I'll make sure everyone has a, a avenue and also a place to go. 
absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, you know, preach. And I'm, I'm just wanting to say thank you for having me on. No, it's a blessing for you to kind of, you know, take your time because I know it's early in the morning over there. So take your time to. I'm off, drop this. bro. It's Labor Day. I'm chilling. <laughs> it's fine. So, so that is perfect. I'm, I'm glad we we could have this conversation, and it, it made me learn a little bit more. You know, there's things that I didn't know made me learn a little bit more. And that's the best part about this is just learning. That's the reason for this whole channel is just putting out content and just learning from other fathers. It, it's We're not perfect. No one is perfect. But we would like to see others like ourselves that are present. You know what I'm saying? We're not perfect, but we want to show that we're present. So We're definitely present. And that's yeah. important. Yeah. But thank you for it again, bro. And, uh, you know, we're always going to be family. So we're good. Definitely brother even though you're on the other side of the world i, I trust i got you baby. every day it's gonna be the same but <laughs> thank you everyone for watching so uh again i'm your host tony special guest chris walters and then uh this is generational dad podcast we're out <laughs>